Welcome to the Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Hello. Now that so many teams are working at home due to COVID-19, in today's episode, you will hear tips on how to improve your remote team's productivity and effectiveness. I'm your host, Coach Percy Cannon. In our last episode, you heard several tips and insights from Jorge Montoya, a retired Procter & Gamble president. We can summarize his lessons as follows. Never stop learning. You have to learn every day, even when you age. Have a passion and love for what you do every day. That's the only way you're going to have fun. And to have fun, you have to love what you do. Practice servant leadership. What you can do for your organization, for your company, and for your people. Not the other way around. It should never be about what they can do for you. And above all, be humble. If you missed episode 18, go back and listen. It's packed with valuable advice from a president who ran the Latin America division of one of the world's premier multinational consumer goods corporations. Today, I want to provide three suggestions on how to improve a virtual team's effectiveness. This is especially timely given that many teams have transitioned to working remotely during the COVID-19 pandemic. My tips will build on what I have learned from the various companies and executives I've been interacting with since the lockdown started in March. I will also leverage several elements from Patrick Lencioni's book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, a model I have successfully used with more than a dozen teams. You, your organization, and everybody else who has managed to keep their job during this pandemic are likely facing one or more of these challenges. Working remotely in close quarters with other family members who are also working or studying remotely? Perhaps without the right equipment and space to accommodate everybody's needs? Feeling overworked and understaffed due to covering for co-workers who were laid off or furloughed? Uncertainty around how long this pandemic and its repercussions will last? And uncertainty about when and how you will return to your workplace? And once you return, fear of getting infected by co-workers? On top of these and many other concerns, you have been facing the challenge of working remotely in teams, whether it's your own or cross-functional ones. Being a bit sarcastic for a moment, one good part of all of this is that the problems in-person teams faced before the lockdowns seem to be similar to the ones that virtual teams are facing now. The bad part is that they may have gotten worse. Before we talk about the solution to these challenges, let's outline the five dysfunctions of a team model from Lencioni. Once we have this down, I will lay out three suggestions that will get you started on improving your team's effectiveness now. The first dysfunction is the absence of trust. This is the basis of teamwork. Trust in this model is defined as vulnerability-based trust, where every team member has to be comfortable asking for help, saying, I don't know the answer, I'm not very good at doing this. I know you are better than me on this topic, among others. Trust enables us to overcome the second dysfunction, which is the absence of conflict. If there is trust, each team member can engage in productive and unfiltered debate around the different alternatives being evaluated. No trust, no conflict, and no getting to the best possible decision. Conflict is important because it enables us to overcome the third dysfunction, the lack of commitment. We shouldn't passively commit to a decision through a timid okay. Instead, every person should feel they have been listened to. They should know that they have given their point of view. It has been debated, 
and they can confidently walk out of the meeting room, real or virtual, 100% committed and aligned to the decision that was made by the team. Commitment is critical because without it, members of the team will hesitate to hold each other accountable. This unwillingness to hold team members accountable is the fourth dysfunction, and is typically the most difficult one to address. Simply put, if team members are not truly and fully committed, they are not going to hold their team peers accountable. The final dysfunction is the inattention to the collective results of the team, as opposed to the results of your department or your own career or personal interests. As promised, now that you understand the five dysfunctions of a team, we can start discussing some solutions. Let's begin with the following three suggestions. The first one is, what's your mindset during this pandemic? Are you looking to come out of it better or worse than when it started? Beware that whatever your mindset is, it will permeate through your team interactions, whether you are the leader or a team member. Accept what you cannot change and recognize where you and your organization have space to grow and help your teams grow with you. The second one is to make building a more cohesive team a priority. Most teams already had a set of dysfunctions before the pandemic, and your team was probably not the exception. As mentioned before, you and your co-workers are facing one or more challenges which, if left unattended during this pandemic, will likely worsen your team's effectiveness. There is no end in sight for when you and your team will return to situation normal. In fact, one potential scenario is that working side by side, at least in a full-time model, may not happen in the near future. So assigning a priority to improving your team's remote capabilities may be one of the smartest things you can do. And third, promote human interaction. You and your team members have lost the capability to run into each other in the hallway, eat lunch together, and have unscheduled conversations. One way to overcome this deficiency is by creating alternative spaces and opportunities for your team to interact. One suggestion is to include an open dialogue at the beginning of your team meetings. You can ask each person to check in and share what's going on in their personal lives. Do they have an elderly person sick in their family? Are the kids starting distance learning and that's demanding a lot more of their time than they had anticipated? You can also use this same concept when you have one-on-one -on -one conversations with your direct reports or peers. Instead of jumping into discussing the topic of the virtual meeting, first show an interest in the other person. Get to know them better. Ask what you can do to help them cope with their challenges. Another idea I picked up in a podcast from Lencioni is to advertise to your team members when you will be working on your own. Since they do not have the capability to know if you're alone or busy with somebody else, you can let them know the blocks of time when you'll be working on a specific topic, but will still be available through Zoom, Teams, WhatsApp, or a similar application so they can speak with you if needed. A final suggestion is to always have your video on in your team meetings. I know that sometimes you may not be looking your best, but you will be perceived as more human. Like your coworkers, you will also have family members and even pets show up in the middle of your virtual meetings. This is a great opportunity to show an interest in the other person by asking who they are or even inviting them in for a brief hello during the meeting. In summary, it's obvious that all of us are feeling the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Beware that other team members, especially those in junior positions, are paying close attention to how you, as a manager, are navigating the pandemic. You have a choice to operate with a growth mindset or a pessimistic one. Yes, working remotely is extraordinarily different from in-person, but these are extraordinary times. 
take this unprecedented window to choose to strengthen the capabilities of your team. In addition, choose to continue to make building and fortifying the human component among your team members and coworkers a priority, more so now that they are also being challenged by understaffing, isolation, and unclear separation between work and personal spaces. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the next one, I will continue to provide tips for improving the effectiveness of your team during the current period of uncertainty. If you like what you heard today, and depending on the platform you're using, let me ask you to please rate, subscribe, or follow this podcast and share it with your coworkers and friends. Also, you can request a free consultation call with me by visiting my website at canon.consulting or if available in this platform, using the link provided in the details section. This is Coach Percy Cannon, working to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Thank you for listening to The Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Stay tuned for our next episode.